Hey guys, what is up and welcome back to the show. Now in today's episode, I'm joined by Jackson yet again for another XFL episode. We go over the last few weeks, we do power rankings, and we do everything else in between. I just talked to him about XFL the last few weeks and stuff. The last time I did this, it got like 22 plays, so it was really popular, so I decided to do it again. And it's fun anyways, so I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, But without further ado, listen to me and Jackson and hope you enjoy. Oh my god! Oh my god! No yes. way! Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm up at the at the farm again, so I'm still dealing with that crappy Wi-Fi. But it worked. It worked. <laughs> yeah, no, it like scared me when you joined because I was like, no way, it worked. Yeah, second try as well, which is still bad, but pretty good. Uh, yeah, well, well, it works out. All right. Well, first off, for all the people that were expecting me to be on every week, sorry. Uh, yeah, it's all I, Jackson's uh, fault. Yeah, I, I we tried to record one at about week four, uh, or no, week five, I think it was, and everything kind of went crappy. So uh, we've been taking a break. So hey, I'm Jackson. I'm I'm the expert. Remember me? Yeah, I I sure hope so. I well, sure hope. I think the number one thing that needs to be addressed first is the defenders losing to the Guardians. If if there was a way to get – if you get relegated from the XFL, I think the defenders deserve it after that. Yeah. I mean, listen, all right. Here, the reason we, I want to make the thing right now, the reason why we're starting back all the way from week five to talk about stuff is because for some reason the XFL has gone wild in the past three weeks. <laughs> to, just to kind of talk about some of the big things that happened. So – the Roughnecks were undefeated. They now have a three-game losing streak. They're four and three right now. So Broads. that's wild. Uh, last week, the undefeated defenders lost the worst team in the league, the Guardians. Mm-hmm. Uh, the XFL South uh, has the worst teams in the league, confirmed. Uh, Paxton Lynch, we see our first traded player. Paxton Lynch moved from the Guardians to the Brahmas. Oh, that's good for them, actually. Yeah, and uh, and more. I mean, God, everything is going right now in the XFL. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that the whole Paxton Lynch thing is important for the Brahmas, considering that they can't put up more than, like, two points in a game. Yeah, well, I was confused at first because – I went on to player stats just to see if there was anything I wanted. And I saw Pat had a, uh, a Bromets logo, and I was like, I thought he played for the Guardians. And so I did a little digging. He did play for the Guardians. <laughs> and he got traded or something to – which uh, might not be the first trade, yes. but the first somewhat major trade in the league. So – yeah, I mean, I guess I guess in terms of the XFL, uh, trading is kind of a foreign language at this point. Well, yeah, since, uh, you know, you have just the good people who you never want to trade, and then everyone else is kind of too bad to trade. Yeah, that's true. There's not enough good players for it to be, like, worth it all the time. I mean, I'm looking at the, the passing stats right now, and other than, you know, the main, like, eight to ten people who, like, play consistently, it's a bad place, man. Some sad, sad stats down here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're getting paid to play uh, 
somewhat professionally, I, I would expect a little bit more. Yeah, uh, I mean, here, here's the big one. Uh, so, Quentin Dorby was uh, Paxton Lynch's teammate. You see, they were one of the teams that kind of went uh, Paxton Lynch would play the first quarter or first half, and then Quentin Dormady would come out for the Guardians, and that would be how they switched around. Uh, Quentin Dormady played one fewer game than Paxton Lynch, has 232 more yards, has uh, 11% higher completion rate, has one uh, two more touchdowns and one less interception. Then Paxton Lynch did? Yeah. So he's and better. He, yeah, and he played one fewer game. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I do think that Paxton Lynch is probably going to be better than uh, Cone, and I don't know, I forget the other guy, but it's going to be better than – I mean, they're two and five anyways. they got to do something. But, but the interesting thing with them was is that they – at home, they lose to the Renegades, and then the next week – they play away at the Renegades, and then they beat the Renegades, which Listen, is pretty interesting. I mean, like I said, man, it it's getting stupid here, uh, and we're going to be talking about all of them. So I guess first let's talk about the first huge game that happened, the defeat streak to the Sea Dragons. <laughs> Seattle, this yeah. was their uh, – win, I believe. They are now on a five-game win streak since week two, and they've beaten really, really big names, including the Roughnecks' biggest win. I mean... Yeah, no, that's... that's it. I remember at the beginning, we were we were saying the Sea Dragons were like seventh or eighth best in the league, and then I remember when uh, the Corrupted podcast, like, a few weeks ago, we were saying that, you know, we don't know how good they are yet, but now we're kind of figuring out, like, okay, this team's actually good. And it still is a little bit hard to track how good they are, because they haven't played the two big teams yet. The two big teams are the Battlehawks and the Defenders. They haven't played them yet. They've played the Renegades, they've played the Guardians twice, they've played the Roughnecks, which was a really good team, they've played the Brahmas, and they played the Vipers, but they haven't played the two teams that are the best. And just yeah, looking, that's interesting. And just looking at Ben DiNucci's stats, he has the most passing yards. That being said, he ha- has the second most touchdowns and has nine interceptions. Twelve <laughs> touchdowns to nine interceptions. Well. <laughs> now, I know he's throwing the most, but. That is way too many interceptions. A.J. McCarron yep. for the Battlehawks has 17 touchdowns to four interceptions. Yeah, that's that That could be the QB battle in that game. I mean, I guess Ben DiNucci is definitely one of the – obviously the turnovers are a problem, but he's definitely one of the better QBs in the league probably. He's got a good arm, good arm on him. He's really good at accuracy. He has the best, I think, re- receiving team in the league. But he's really got to pick it up with the turnovers. He's turned the ball nine times by himself. And let me just, it doesn't, yeah, it has fumbles on here. He's fumbled it five times, which is, I think, a league high. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, well, the game that I particularly kind of want to talk about is see what you kind of have on it, is not only is the Guardians beating the defenders far, they were uh, like 70 points. I'm not doing that quick math, but there was like 70 total points, which 
I'm not sure we'll ever see again in an XFL game until it gets some more cred behind it. I, I don't think anyone expected 37-36, much less for the Guardians to win. Yeah, this was a game with uh, three total points. Very much a league high. <laughs> this this game was stupid and crazy. I didn't watch all of it. I, I watched the first quarter, and then I kind of stopped. And then I came back to see a, a, a 63-yard field goal missed and the Guardians beating the best team in the league, the only undefeated team left. Yeah, well, that's some yeah, there's some craziness going on now. Like, cause I remember we we were like, okay, Roughnecks are insane. Now the Roughnecks are proving not to be insane. We yeah. we didn't really the defenders were flying under the radar. They were six and zero, and then now they're six and one because they they couldn't beat the worst team in the league. So you never you don't we don't really know who's the best anymore. I, I kind of honestly I I think I would have to give it. Right now, I get that they they probably don't have, they don't have the best record in the league, but I have to give it to the BattleHawks because I just feel like the BattleHawks haven't had a had a bad loss yet. Yeah, I mean, listen, here's the few things I can say that are that are going to be weird, uh, and just a couple questions that like are really going to decide this. So the you know who is the best? It's so confusing now with these wins and losses because the Sea Dragons have a five game win streak. They're doing. The tied for the second best record in the league. The defenders lost to the worst team in the league. Is this going to be the start of a downward spiral? Battlehawks are doing consistently good. The Roughnecks have fallen off. And <laughs> will, will they recover, man? And then that leaves the biggest one, the Guardians. Are they going to finally do something? <laughs> I mean, can they even still make the playoffs if they go four and six? <laughs> they won't. That's the problem is that they're already too far gone. If they go four and six, like it's being said right now, there's four teams in the league that have a them, and I'm assuming with eight teams they won't have a bigger playoff than you know the top four teams. So they're already probably out of the playoffs, and now they're turning it around yeah. and beating the best team in the league. So even if they do turn it around, it's in vain completely. Yeah, I know. You'd think at this point, if they do the draft order, like uh, worst team to best team, I don't know why they wouldn't be tanking at this point. I mean, it's pretty impressive, but and I guess you can become the giant killer, but like, you couldn't have turned that on a little bit earlier in the season? I know. They're, they're going to pull like a Texans in the final week. If they I lose, know. they get the first overall, but guess what? They have to win for their pride. Just I, just bomb it, man. Yeah, I know. I mean, why? why I mean, do you... Do you look absolutely awful to this point. I mean, like, not even, like, anywhere near competing. And then you play against what seems to be the best team in the league, and then you beat them. Not only do you beat them, you put up 37 points, which is unheard of in an XFL game. So, I mean, you, you couldn't have put it on a little bit earlier in the season? I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. And 37 isn't the most, you know, it's tied, I think, for the most points scored in a single game. I'm just checking back to me. No, never mind. The, the Houston Roughnecks have it. But anyway, they're, they have one of the highest points right there. And the last, past couple weeks, they've had close games, but they've put up a considerable amount of points, and it's been close. So what is happening? <laughs> yeah, I really don't know. They're, they're probably they're like one of the question marks of this uh, league. I, I don't really know. <laughs> And at the same time, this is what makes the XFL so fun because I don't know my record anymore. 
and I don't really care about it anymore. What is happening to this team? <laughs> I don't know. That's the sound of my record's gone down the drain, so I'm not going to keep track anymore. Yeah, that's the sound of the best team in the league just lost the past three games, and the second best team just lost to the worst team in the league. That's what that's the sound of. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I guess with the league so new, you don't really know who's good and who's not. I mean, but like you – the no, everyone was passing the eye test that was supposed to be good, and then now they're they're losing it again on you. And then the, the teams that don't that weren't good at all now seem to be pretty good. It just seems like the second half of the season, the bad teams are deciding to be good, and the good teams are deciding to be bad. Yeah, I mean, like I said, minus the few that have had consistent quality, it's been just a big turnaround. You know, Seattle Sea Dragons lost the first two games and then won five in a row, the biggest win streak. The Roughnecks won four in a row and then lost three in a row. Defenders won six in a row and then lost to the worst team. Like, the only one that's kept consistent quality is the Battlehawks, who are five and two and doing pretty well. Yeah, the, the, only, the only issue I have with the Battlehawks right now is the fact that they lost to the Defenders. Be the only reason why I keep the Defenders at one to this point. But other than that, they just they don't have any bad losses. Like they haven't lost to the Guardians, they haven't lost to the Brahmas, they haven't lost to uh, like the Vipers. So, and they even beat the Roughnecks, which at this point I don't even know if I can use that as a as a positive anymore. Yeah, yeah you never know. For all we know, the uh, the the Guardians are going to win out, and then the Roughnecks are going to lose out. And they're going to have the same record. I mean, th- this is the craziest already. Also, uh, speaking about the playoffs, uh, Defenders, Battlehawks, and Sea Dragons. Have already punched their ticket. They're already in the playoffs. If every bad team just starts winning, I'm pretty sure that they're still in the playoffs. Yeah, defenders no, no, no. are 100. percent But even the Battlehawks and Sea Dragons, if they win one more or a bad team loses one more, they're in the playoffs immediately. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty they're pretty locked in. I feel like at this point. Um, so I mean, unless there's is there any other game specifically that you kind of have in mind that you had to wanted to bring up. Uh, I mean, let me check just one more time for any big games. But it really seems like those are the real huge games that's happened. So, yeah, yeah, huge fall from grace for the Roughnecks. Huge rise for the Sea Dragons. What's happening with the Guardians? And, I mean, it's just crazy. Even if you look at, like, the stats in the league, it's still confusing. Ben DiNucci has the most passing yards has 12 touchdowns, 14 turnovers. A.J. McCarron has the second most passing yards, has the most passing touchdowns at 17 to only four interceptions, yet he has four fumbles as well. What is happening? Paxton Lynch, still a laughingstock because that has been the first person traded in the XFL. What yeah. is happening? He was he, so he starts. He's a starter. No, he, he's he, he's in the NFL. He goes to the XFL. He gets benched multiple times, and then he gets traded off the worst team in the league. Yeah, like yeah. Here's here's Paxson's Lynch uh, career path right now. If you want to talk about it, he goes into the NFL, gets drafted in the first round at the at the end of it, then doesn't even start like any games, leaves it. Goes to the CFL, gets benched there, and leaves it eventually. Goes to the USFL, gets benched there, and leaves. Goes to the XFL, expect, expecting some big thing. Plays kind of second fiddle and first fiddle to, you know, his teammate. And then 
is the first person traded in the XFL from the worst team. Yeah. He's... What disappointment is, is written all over his face? It it really is just stupid, honestly. Yeah. And I'm so confused. Uh, uh, fun fact, uh, Ben DiNucci has second uh, most rushing yards of any QB. So that's funny. Yeah. But, like, I am so confused with this league. And I am so excited to see what's going to happen next year or the year after. Yeah, no, it'll be, it'll be, you wonder if the league will improve or if it'll stay this, like, cause if the league will improve, then that's, that, that'll make it even more fun than it already is. Yeah. I mean, we'll also see like if, who are the people that are going to be drafted, if anybody, cause I would love to see like Tom Brady come back at 50. <laughs> yeah. I was just about to mention like, can we get all the washed players and put, like from the NFL or like the forty year olds and put them in the XFL and let them dominate? I mean, they they will because none of these guys like I'm just confused with this league, and I'm so excited to see where it goes. And this is making me both really excited and really not excited for the USFL, <clears throat> which is starting in like two weeks or something. Yeah, I think that that sounds about right. I think it was like beginning of May or something like that. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to say anymore. This, I'm getting so confused from the XFL. Yes. But we do have four games this week. We'll see about those. Speaking of which, I guess let's do the power rankings. Sure. Okay. So I feel like if we look to next week, I'm I'm gonna throw off a couple of predictions real fast. So. I think the sea the sea dragons are on a hot streak, so I'm gonna put the sea dragons beating the the defenders. My upset is gonna be the Brahmas just because of how poorly the Roughnecks have been playing. Um, and then after that, I'm gonna have the Renegades beating the Guardians. I think the Guardians probably just got a little bit lucky, and then the Battle Hawks over the Vipers. So that's what it's gonna be for me. But then if I were to put in my power rankings, um, I w- I'm gonna start with putting. I'm gonna keep the defend or not the defender yeah the defenders at one just because except for the sea dragons they got the best record record in the or i'm sorry except for the guardians loss they have the best record in the league so that one loss is a bad loss is going to stick out but other than that they really haven't done anything wrong to this point they've beaten the battle hawks twice and so that's that's what the tiebreaker was for me to put the battle hawks at number two um so defenders then the battle hawks um and then Let's let's work from the back here. So I'm gonna keep the Guardians at eight, and then be, just because they're they've been disappointing for me all year, and then I'll put the Brahmas at seven, and then the Vipers at six. The Vipers at six because the Vipers have the have the uh, the tiebreaker against the Brahmas. So you have the eight. Eight is the Guardians. Seven is the Brahmas. Sixth is the Vipers, and then at fifth, I'm gonna put the Renegades. Because I mean I don't really know what else other than the fact that they're three and four and they they've lost to the Brahmas, which are in my opinion the seventh worst team in the league. Yeah. Uh, so and so they're at seven and they or what did I say five? Yeah, five. So and then four is the Roughnecks. They need to figure out how to pull themselves together. And then yeah. three is going to be the Sea Dragons. So defenders, the Sea Dragons, uh, four 
I'm putting what did I put the, Rough the Roughnecks. Then at five, at five I put Renegades. the Renegades. And the Vipers. Six, the Vipers. Seven, Brahmas. Eight, Guardians. All right, pretty good list. Here's mine. So first off, uh, Battlehawks versus Vipers. Battlehawks are going to win that. Next game, Renegades versus Guardians. I'm going to put my money on the Renegades. Next, the Brahmas versus the Roughnecks. Roughnecks. Roughnecks, baby. And then finally, Fenders versus the Sea Dragons. What will happen? This is the game of the week. Uh, I'm going to go with the Sea Dragons. So uh, at number one, I still have the Defenders, even though I say they're going to lose. At number two, I have the Battlehawks. At number three, have the uh, Sea Dragons. At number four, I'm going to put the Roughnecks. I still think they're good. Yeah. Uh, at number five, I'm going to put the the Renegades. At number six, I'm going to put the Vipers. At number seven, I'm going to put the Guardians. And at number eight, I'm going to put the Brahmas. Uh, yeah, I, they're only one. I guess the Brahmas have one more win than them, but I guess that the Guardians only win is against the best team in the league. So, I mean, well, I guess you can put that. You're going to want to hear this. So, I just went to team stats just because I was curious. Uh, Brahmas are last in passing yards. They're last in rushing yards. They're last <sighs> in receiving yards. And they're second yeah. to last in total touchdowns. Yeah, I know their defense is good, but I, I, I knew they're uh, – they, they, Oh, they and can't they're score. The, uh, and they're the leaders in uh, – wait, sorry. In – let me just check real quick. They're the leaders in fourth downs made, though. So that's something, but <laughs> but it's only gotten him two wins. Overall, man, they have completely fallen off. I have no clue what's going to happen with them. They got Paxton Lynch now. Will he start? Will he not? Will something good happen to them? Overall, at this point, because of how undetermined it is, I'm going to put them in last. You know, honestly, I kind of. I kind of feel like it would have made a big difference if they were able to hold on and beat the the Battlehawks in week one, just because three and uh, just because I feel like three and four looks better on paper. It could boost them above the Renegades, and since the the Battlehawks are a top two team in the league, it, we're getting that win and being just below that would put them in fifth versus sixth, seventh or eighth. Yeah, so that's what I'm going with. Also, Brahmas are on a losing streak, so that's something to mention, but. I just think that that's my power rankings. I have no clue what my uh, record is anymore because this league <laughs> is wild, but that's my prediction. That's opposite of what Jackson does. Yeah, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just confused now. But all I know is uh, two things. No, Battlehawks Nation, baby. We're going to the playoffs. We're going to beat the defenders in a revenge match. We're going to win the – or whatever it is. <laughs> the, the, the million-dollar game or something like that. The the uh, the enormous plate or whatever it is. We're <laughs> going to win, and uh, the Brahmas suck. So, yeah. What do you think about that one, Preston? Oh, oh thanks, Jackson. I'm sorry. I can't wait. I can't wait for them to play again. Uh or play again because I, I think that the, the first game was a fluke because they like barely they barely lost. That was stupid. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Anyway, thank you, Preston, for having me on your podcast. Who if you're putting this in the middle or at No, no, this is just the main thing.
Oh, okay. Well then, uh, hi, my adoring fans. Uh, just remember, I'm the better podcast host. Vote in the comments. Yes. Yes. Doing this more often. I don't know. I've been slacking. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, we'll figure you. it out. Well, yeah, but thanks for coming on. XFL expert Jackson. Yes. Clap it up for Jack. Thank you guys so much for listening to that episode of All Eyes on Sports. I really hope you enjoyed. Uh, if you did, uh, leave a follow and let me know if you enjoy Jackson because I certainly do. I think everyone else certainly does. I can't talk about XFL without him. Um, but anyways, follow me at All Eyes on Sports on Twitter, Instagram, and go to anchor.fm slash all eyes on sports if you enjoyed. And go to and search up the Wahoo Nation podcast on Spotify if you're looking for a UVA-specific podcast. But anyways, hope you enjoyed the episode, and I will talk to you next time on the show.